breath in and a deep breath out. Welcome everyone to the Mindfulness Podcast. I'm happy we arrived to episode 44. I think it's a cool number and also, you know, it proves that um, there is always a guest, there is always a good story, there is always, you know, an important new aspect of mindfulness to share and you also will, you will hear many more new aspects with our guest today. But before that, as per our tradition, I would like to share some news before Pat, then we'll, Pat, um, gonna, I'm going to ask you as well the same. So the first is that we, uh, in, in this week, we are going to have the last uh, session of the train, the supervisor for NBC. So get ready because we are really uh, finalizing all the things so that in the following weeks we will have a new wave of NBC and that's exciting. So keep monitoring this uh, this channel for any additional news and information. Second information is just about the, our, our channels, our mindfulness at IBM share uh, Slack channel. Uh, that has been a little bit upgraded. So what we did is, you know that many of you had um, reminders, right? And many love these reminders and had a real pleasure to, to be reminded, to become mindful, to take a breath, to be grateful. So now there was something that I, I felt um, went a bit uh, in, into, you know, confusing, bring a bit of confusion into the communication is that we mixed reminders with also news and podcast information and information about uh, new practices so that actually when there was a new practice coming uh, and the reminder was coming immediately after, many people, um, you know, just uh, focus on the reminder and didn't go back checking what was the latest new information, right? So that... In order to have the best of reminders, right? So only the people that really want the reminders can get them and the best of information. So all the information that we are sharing, including this podcast are going to be just uh, only for the people that, you know, want to, and everybody in the community actually that want to, to hear the news. So we divided, we split the channel. So there is going to be, there is a new channel that you can join. It's mindfulness, uh, dash reminders. And that channel is a new type of channel. So there are not only rem automatic reminders, only four during uh, different time zones, right? So that everyone that wakes up can have a mindful reminder that is automated. But mostly it's for the community to remind each other about good, good things, good moments, right? So anytime that you will uh, come to the present, maybe, you know, I recently I just had a sip of tea, the tea was warm, I smelled... Um, the, the tea and I uh, enjoy the taste and that was a moment for me that brought me to the present so I was aware of everything that happened to me in that moment and that was something that I posted in the reminders that was just a beautiful moment but could inspire someone else maybe that reads that message and say okay let me also drink a warm tea or let me just come back Thank you for reminding, right? So everyone can post, can share, please uh, join the channel um, and remind each other about how important, how beautiful it is to, to be in the present. Said that, uh, no more news from my side. Pat, what's from your side? Hello, everyone. It's good to hear about the revitalization of your Slack channels. Uh, we've also set up a reminders channel not as much activity as we had within IBM, but uh, I think that's going to grow. So quickly from our side about news, 
we are about to start some upskilling for our core team. We'll have four Kindrels going through teacher's training until next year, plus uh, 20-some that will be getting external certifications in mindfulness. We're putting together our newsletter. We have three of our groups for intros into mindfulness ending this week. We'll start a new wave at the end of February. We have two cohorts or two groups running for Finding Peace. They're in their third week. In April, we're going to kick off three new groups, so be on the lookout for news probably next week for that. And we'll launch some new intros into mindfulness sessions. We've also started working on our learning paths and our badging structure, and we've set up a 30, 60, 90 day plan. Uh, and we're launching a new comms strategy soon for employer of choice. If anyone is interested in, in joining any of our initiatives, do reach out to me or one of the members within Kindrel. And uh, we have new live short practices set up as well in our practices calendar. Other than that, um, building these strong and foundational foundations this year and i'm really grateful and excited for the community and thank you looking forward to our guest speaker for today so pat bring us um uh, uh, since you invited actually katya here with uh, with us so who's our guest today our guest is i'm assuming a lot of us already know who our guest is and we've had her on the the podcast before there was a few others ah, at yes. that time and uh, Katya, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll let you do all the speaking. I just want to, I guess, take this moment live and virtually to uh, just express my gratitude for, for you and the support you're, you're giving so many people and, and myself. So thank you for being here. Katya, over to you. Who are you? What are you doing? And uh, tell us a little bit about your mindfulness journey. Thanks so much, Lely and Patrick. It's an honor to be here with you both. And uh, yes, uh, my journal, journey on, on mindfulness starts with you both, actually. Mm -hmm. You are part of that uh, starting. What happened with me, um, I was reading a book from Thich Nhat Hanh called uh, uh, How to Love. Okay. And uh, I was planning to do meditation, but I was not like key on going on a meditation and stay an hour sitting that was not Katya <laughs> so I I read the book I like it and I tried to find some places where I could uh, meditate and try to see if that meditation would be good for me and I found a group here I'm in Toronto Canada so I found a group called the True Peace Toronto and when I read the uh, like how the sessions were uh, it was interesting to me because it was not only sitting. was like uh, there was a guided meditation. Mm -hmm. There was a silent meditation, walking meditation, listen meditation, and sharing. I said, hmm, maybe I should try. And so I tried, and I really liked it. Uh, it was amazing. And there I learned for the first time about the term mindfulness. And I said, hmm, let me see if I can find some at, at that time at IBM, about something about mindfulness at IBM. And I found your podcast at that time, the present show. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, it was so nice to see you. And Long I had time like, ago. Yes, to, yeah, it's been six years, I think, more. And um, for me at that time, I said, wow, how nice, how, how beautiful they are. If one day I could talk to them. And today, here I am with you. So that's amazing. It's an amazing journey. I'm learning a lot with all of you. I'm learning with IBM Mindfulness. I consider Patrick my, my mentor. So it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. It, it changed my life. It's still changing my life. I'm more on, on my job because I'm a, a developer, application developer. Mm -hmm. And um, it's, it's sometimes like we have problems to solve. And before I enter in this journey of mindfulness, mm -hmm. when there was a problem, I was struggling. What Katya did wrong? And it's not like that. Shouldn't be. Should it be, what should I do to, to fix the problem? <laughs> so having that awareness of, of where I, my mind should go, that was a big learning for me in mindfulness. Yeah. Because I know those thoughts still come wrong, but I let them be. Mm -hmm. And I start, no, focus on the solution. So that's a little bit of how mindfulness came to my mind. And you both are big parts. So I'm so grateful to be here and uh, be part of this journey with you. I remember, Pat, when you uh, many still you know, talking about history here many uh, many years ago when you were sharing those decks of, you know, why mindfulness, why we should practice it. You were always talking, you know, mindfulness helps you to, uh, you know, not react, right, to something, but to, uh, it, it's that kind of filter in between so that you are able to see what is happening and then acting more wisely, right, let's say in this case more mindfully, instead of just acting without knowing why you are acting in that way, right? And that's actually what, what Katya, what you're saying. Nice, nice. And, and basically, so and what, what is now for you mindfulness? Like it's changing your life, but how, how do you bring it into your days, right? And, uh, you know, mornings, evenings, office environment and so on. Yes, thanks for the question. What usually I do, and I really like one thing that I learned is mindful walking. So that's something that uh, when I get up in the morning, I try to do my first steps as mindfully as I can. And uh, so that's my start of the day. Uh, during the day, I, I do my exercise and I try to be present with the exercise. And I use a lot of sentence as well to help me out. Like when I'm briefing, like briefing in, I'm briefing in, briefing out, I'm briefing out. So that's what... Uh, what I'm using daily in mindfulness. And for sure, sometimes I forget. It's, it's normal, like we, we practice when we remember to practice. And I, I'm so happy that Kindro now has uh, like the mindfulness community as well and um, that I can be part of this and support in some way. So that is uh, the journal on, on, on Kindro as well, the mindfulness. I'm trying to facilitate some sessions there, so that's that's going well. So that's the way that I'm trying to uh, keep it, my, the mindfulness alive in myself and continue the journey. Because as Patrick was always saying, like, practice. We should practice, practice, practice. <laughs> yeah. 
Not yet. You know, we're, we're talking a lot about history here. We're talking about, you know, this, this transition from, from IBM to Kindrel, you know, your own practice and now, you know, facilitating practices and, and you know, leading practices, et cetera. Can you, you know, maybe for some of our listeners that are kind of on, on that, you know, journey themselves that I have a personal practice, you know, I'm, I'm seeing the benefit, but I want to start bringing it to other people. Can you talk a little bit about how that was was for you, and maybe maybe some tips or some recommendations for anyone that's that's starting out that journey? Yeah. Yes, Patrick. Thank you. Well, for people that are listening, uh, what I did when when I realized like how 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 good mindfulness or how they, how my well being changed when I started to be mindful, I started looking for. First, from practices, like I went to IBM, see what it had at that time. And after, I started to get more connected with people that were facilitating the sessions, talking to them, uh, and see if I could. Uh, I started with my department as well. I spoke to my manager. So I started doing some, uh, like, just one minute mindfulness with him. And because I was so impressed, I asked him if I could do a, a presentation, a short presentation on our department meeting. But to do that, I, I had to talk to somebody to help me out because I didn't know. So I think uh, talking to people that are facilitating the sessions, going there, see what they, they need. And maybe for me was to go out of my comfort zone and start talking, starting, maybe facilitating. And came because I got in contact with people at IBM Canada that we had a mindfulness, we had, still have a mindfulness community there, and they were like lacking of facilitators. So they asked me if I could try. It was a big challenge, but uh, it's, it's again, was like going outside of the comfort zone. But I think the first step is talking to people that are facilitating, ask them what they need, and uh, go from there. And you, you'll find so many nice stuff and you meet a lot of new friends as well yeah i mean we i met so many people uh, in this last year just uh, through the mindfulness extend the community like in the world in general right that's always uh, another good reason uh that's where i think that mindfulness is very inclusive is also not because only um, you know, in itself, the non-judgment is something that helps you to be more inclusive because you just understand when you're judging and know what to do with it. But also because it's everybody can practice mindfulness, right? Like, doesn't matter. You you travel the world, right? You went from Brazil to Canada. Like, it doesn't matter, right? What is the culture? What part of the world it is? Like, what of the you know sphere, like northern hemisphere or southern hemisphere, is still mindfulness, right? Yes, it's still. It's, it's, that is, that's another beauty of mindfulness, that you don't need to be in a place. You don't need to, to have like a, 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 to be in specific places, specific county, specific house. You can do anytime. So you can be here. You can be here and listening, talking. It's, it's a practice of mindfulness. So that's, that's the beauty of mindfulness. It's like anytime. Like we can, we can just stop and be the pre present moment. No need for a special place, a special location, a special work fit, nothing. <laughs> yeah. 
Maybe the name is what? How is in Brazil? Inconsciencial plena, or it's a different name, right? Uh, Atenção plena. Atenção plena. Okay, okay. Atenção plena. Yeah, I forgot to mention that I'm originally from Brazil, and uh, that's the reason why we're talking about Brazil. That here. means For full attention. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, I would, um, if I had to play the the devil's advocate a little bit. Um, I, I would say there's a small percentage of the world's population that mm, like a typical general mindfulness uh, would not be beneficial um, where, you know, additional support or therapy or, um, you know, something would be needed more. Um, we, I spoke some, some months ago with, uh, with a group and, and, and Daniel, which we had on the podcast, he knows this this group better. But they're doing a lot of this neuro programming by by hooking people up with you know different brain scans and, and wires, and and you know a very small portion of the population. But mindfulness just doesn't work for them. The the connections aren't there, and you know other connections need to be formed first. And there you know there are some ad- adverse effects because we, you know, like you like you were saying earlier we're lately we're not on automatic pilot so you're you know you're stopping and you're really paying attention to what's going on and you might not like or what's actually going on you might actually feel something that you haven't felt in forever and that could you know not always end up in 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 the best way and and just the reason i'm saying uh, this and i know i've mentioned it before is mindfulness has never been as accessible and easy to to find and you know there's lots of stuff on on the web and, and people here and apps and things like that so be mindful of your own kind of you know where you're at and i think we all agree that you know talk to more experienced people connections seek consultations and, and things like that but i would i would argue heavily that a vast vast majority of the population is uh, is ready for mindfulness yeah, I mean, but connected with it, I don't think, for example, that there is anyone that wouldn't benefit from uh, some of the output of mindfulness. For example, let's mm. talk about kindness, right? Mm. So there is zero percent of the population that cannot enjoy <laughs> kindness, right? Uh, or uh, focus, right? So generally, you know, whatever, but everybody is interested to, to that memory is also important. I mean, of course, that there are things we would like to forget in our life, right? But generally, having you know, good memory, good sleep. So what are the outputs of mindfulness are generally uh, benefit, right? So if you get into mindfulness, just to understand maybe what is the process that can help you to become kinder, kinder, right, towards the other, um, that's, that's good as well, right? It doesn't have to be only getting into practicing every day and so on there might be I mean, everyone picks whatever they like uh importance is to feel better as a collective experience i would say and in a corporate it's like to have uh you know kinder people working with you that's always a nice thing to have right everybody would like to be in a world where people are not shouting at each other or just putting unnecessary pressure right on each other right but more understanding and collaborating so I wish this to every corporation, every group, every team, every family. Oh, very good points what you both brought, because like we are humans and we are all different. 
So we need to be aware of that as well, like that we are different from other people. So maybe something that helps one, one person doesn't help you. So that that's, I think, another good uh, side effect of mindfulness because you can be mindful that, oh, that person is doing that stuff that helped there, but let me try. Oh, for me, it's not good. So I, I don't need to go. It's good for them, accept that's good for them, but it's not good for you. So I think that's another good point that I learned about being about mindfulness and being mindful is learning like what is good. Because we are human beings, we are all different. Imagine how many cells we have, all different from one to another. So yeah, very good points you both had. Of you know, being kind to others, kind to yourself, right? That's also, I think, you universal and a and a great benefit of of mindfulness um I, I have one one quick question um because i want to take the advantage you you know you are an application developer and and often kind of the stereotype around mindfulness is you know that that how is this going to benefit developers or more of kind of the the tech folk you know how you know i'm going to pause i'm going to like Layla was saying breathe in and breathe out and know i'm breathing in how is that going to make me code better or, or all that stuff? So, and any thoughts here, Katya? Yeah, it's a good question, uh, Patrick. Uh, what, uh, what is for me the difference is like be able to focus. Because when I'm doing, when I'm doing my development or when I'm work, I need to work in something. So I need to focus on what I'm doing. I cannot, I cannot go outside too much because I want to find the solution. I have a problem, I have a, a, a requirement, I have a, a design to make, and I need to be on, on that path, I need to be on that path. And mindfulness helped me to be there and not to try to think about something else. But it's a little bit different for everybody, but you don't need to, to be like uh, doing breath and everything all the time, it's just like, be there when you are coding, like look your code, look at the requirement, look at the design, and be there and try read it properly and not think too much. But I know we developers are, we are always think about something in mind and oh, if I do this, if I do that. But yeah, I think the main word I, I learned about this is focus, focus on what you are doing. That's what for me helped again. That's my experience. So everybody's different, but it's just an example what uh, what happened to me being a developer. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, developing is like creating uh, a word, right? Like like drawing. Like it's like developer to me are very much like the one that are making a big painting, right? Um, of course, you just use a different brush. You, know, you use code, but it's very similar, right? Of course, there are the, between painters, there are the who is just coloring, who is just drawing with the pencil, and who is making the whole, uh, you know, the whole artwork. So uh, probably, you know, to understand all this complexity, the, the creative process of of the developing uh, requires a lot of attention and focus. Otherwise, you really miss, you know, all, all this time that you get uh, an update on your phone is because a developer said, oh, gosh, there is something I forgot. And they just bring the update, right? There wouldn't be update if everybody would be, like, if the software would be perfect, right? So uh, that's why mindfulness is important, right? I, I think that's my, my point of view. Yeah, 
You mentioned something very good attention as well that I forgot to mention. Yeah, that's very important. Mm -hmm. And opens your, like, the creativity opens your mind as well, if mm. you are that, uh, in that mindset. Oh, yes. You, you also, you know, um, I'm, I'm not much of an artist and I'm not much of a, of a coder, but um, I'm, I'm guessing, you know, when you make a mistake, you know, you're drawing something or you put the wrong line of code or, or whatever it is. You, you mentioned this a few minutes ago, Katya how frustrating that could be, you know, how we could become so judgmental and critical and, you know, that voice comes in the head, you're an idiot again. And, mm -hmm. and, and you mentioned one of those benefits that, that you started to see was, hey, I could observe that, I can notice that. These are mental events and not, yeah. you know, facts. And then I can choose where I put my attention. And I think you explained that to very throw well. the laptop outside of the window. <laughs> <laughs> or the, or the, the, the artwork, yeah, you've been working <laughs> A giant sculpture you created. So, uh, Katya, if, if, if you may, um, maybe leave us with, um, with, with a final practice to, to get the week started for our listeners and, and for ourselves. Okay, it would be a pleasure. So, to start, just get a comfortable position of where you are now. Can put your feet on the ground, feel the feet. Try to move your attention to your hands, where they are. Where do they feel comfortable this time? And on your own time, let us do three deep breaths. Now back to the natural breath. If you feel like, I invite you to close your eyes or just close a little bit, not much if you don't want. Focus on a point in front of you is another option. And observe how the body is at this moment. No judgment, just how it is. Breathe in and out. And if the thoughts are coming, just come back to the breath. They are there, they will be there. On the next in-breath, I invite you to picture something that brings you joy. Something that makes you smile. 
could be a person, an animal, a place, anything. What comes to my mind that makes you smile? Can name our comfort and joy. Let's do three deep breaths, picturing our comfort and joy. Now, I invite you to observe how the picture is after the breath. It got a little bit brighter, it's more color. And if not, no problem. It's what you see at this moment. Even if the picture is not there. Be with the breath and the smile. Let's do another deep breath. Can invite the comfort and joy to breathe with you. The next out breath, we're letting the comfort and joy be. If you like, you can thank that comfort and joy. It was with you for a few minutes, breathing with you. Bring the smile to your face. And on your own time, you can start moving your 
toes, moving the fingers. You can observe the body as well, how it is now. Slowly, not on time, open the eyes if they are closed. And thank you so much for practicing with me. You can even do a stretch if you like. <laughs> thank you, Katia. A picture is worth a thousand smiles. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you, Katia. It's a pleasure. So, looking forward to hear any update from whatever is your project that you are leading now. And good luck. Uh, and uh, I think that your mindfulness students are very happy to, uh, to have you there. Right? So, uh, thank you for listening, for all of you. Thank you, Pat, as usual. See you in one week from now with another episode of our podcast. Thank you.